Hey, hey, everyone. Welcome to Sheer Moments to Podcast with Ash Janelle and grab your cup of coffee, your bottle of water, or your glass of wine, and let's make a moment. Welcome to Sheer Moments to Podcast with Ash Janelle, and it is so great to be talking to you guys again. It is so good to be having another discussion. So I know before we left, we were talking about Kanye and hot topics and all of that good stuff and um, just different things, uh, shows and all of that and passion. Uh, and I know that I have been gone for a little minute, but my promise is to be consistent again. Um, and to give you guys some great episodes this season and to like literally pop them out like babies, uh, or pop them like Skittles, you know what I'm saying? Um, literally pop episodes out like Skittles and work hard. Um, one of the other things that I'm adding is lunchbox lessons. And so I know you're like, you keep adding stuff, um, or you keep changing things, but guess what? You continue to try things out until they work or they don't work or, um, they feel right. And so I feel like I'm still in the trial season of my podcast and that's okay. Uh, yeah. And if you have any suggestions, uh, you can always, um, DM me at I am Ash Janelle on Instagram. Once again, I am Ash Janelle. So I'm going to be trying to push a little bit, not even try. I'm going to be pushing, um, some new imagery, uh, new visuals, um, and also, um, pushing a little bit more consistency. So posting on Instagram, um, posting, um, on Facebook and posting, um, just more podcasts, period. Uh, so on podcast, I mean, on podcast, on Facebook, um, it's, there's a share moments, the podcast with Ash Janelle page. Um, and then on Instagram, it's just, I am Ash Janelle. I am Ash Janelle. And just something brief. If you love this podcast, uh, if you listen to this podcast and you know, people need this or they need, um, this candidness throughout their day or throughout their week or throughout their month, just, you know, repost such things, put it on your social media, be about this, you know, share moments, honesty, transparency, vulnerability, life, and you know, just, you know, subscribe. You know, tell your family, your friends to subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. Uh, of course, because the more people that subscribe, that's the more people that see the podcast. That's the more that people can be blessed and receive um, what they need or, you know, just love and joy. Um, for their week or for their day or for their month, you know, so yeah, let's do this So our topic is transitions and changes once again Transitions and changes. I know it sounds very spicy. So I've been gone uh, Since probably maybe like Mayish. Uh, because I have been, oh, I don't even know if it was May. I have been in a very, very strong transition and changing 
uh, season and mode of my life. Uh, literally, like, not just changing and transitioning, like, in my body, in my mind, but, like, physically, like, to another state. Uh, so, I've talked about being from the shy, you know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. Born in Detroit, raised from four months to 30, 31 um, in Chicago. And so I got married in 2016. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to set us up for um, the things that we need to do while in transition and change but you're going to see how this story is going to really tie into um the meat and the crux of everything so here we go so i got married september 2017. uh love my baby that's my boo i love him um <laughs> got married september 2017. did not so this was the thing i was supposed to go to miami um, for my honeymoon did not end up going because the hurricane came to Miami. So me and my husband ended up going to Branson, Missouri. So I had, um, credits on tickets. So, um, and if you've never been to Branson, Missouri, it's like, of course, Missouri is a part of the Bible belt and Branson is like this, like commercial, like little, like family town where you can do lots of things, but it's very like a Christian town, which is quite interesting. And it has some other things like uh, Confederate flags. Nevertheless, um, still, you know, went, um, it's still a great place for family, regardless. Uh, if you can get past all that, it's a very touristy place. Uh, so um, where you can like go to the wax museums, Hollywood wax museums and see Chinese acrobats and uh, go-kart ride and all types of things. So uh, we did that, you know, had a good time, enjoyed each other, but I still had these credits um for my flight so in february we celebrate his birthday and so i was like well what's a cheap trip that we could go on that i know we could afford you know because we're newlyweds and so i was like well we can go to georgia let's go to georgia had some family that recently moved there had have more family that lives there and stuff and i know that he had never been to georgia i know uh <laughs> He is just starting to kind of, you know, broaden his horizons and stuff. So we go to Georgia and number one, it's February. And in Chicago, February is like freezer McFreezing. Okay. Um, I mean, if you don't want to feel your soul, be in Chicago in February because it is the truth. Uh, nevertheless, <laughs> in Georgia, it's like in the 50s. So, of course, you know, he's like, I can take this. And I'm saying the same thing to myself. And it was funny because like three weeks before we went to Georgia, I had a dream about us talking about where to move. And Georgia was actually on the, the paper in the dream. So... I'm like, okay. Um, so we in Georgia and you know, we just kind of like 
this kind of, and I remember saying this, like, this kind of feels like home. And he was like, this wouldn't be a bad place to move to. So we were talking to some of our family members and then we were finding out what the cost of living looked like, you know, all of that stuff. And we was like, wait, um, yeah, there's no like competition here. And so y'all are probably seeing like, okay, Chicago is a city. It is. I love Chicago. It has the hustle and bustle. Um, always will love it, but I needed something new. And I needed something fresh and I needed a new start and I needed something a little bit more cheaper. <laughs> um, yeah. And I, I needed a, something new to propel me into some of the things and opportunities that I wanted to create for myself and for others. And so um, we ended up going home. And we ended up fasting, we ended up praying, and I was applying for jobs in Georgia, and he was applying for jobs in Georgia, but I wasn't getting any leads, and he ended up getting one. He ended up actually getting an interview like four weeks after um, he applied, which was nuts, and so he goes on this interview, and his flight literally cost like $15. It was freaking ridiculous. Like everything just worked. And not only was it that, but the interview ended up being on his off day. So he didn't have to miss any days of work. So he gets there, does his interview, everything. Everything just purely works out. And we're waiting for an answer and waiting for an answer. And we don't hear anything. So a month goes by. Then another week goes by, then another two weeks. And I had just said in my mind, I didn't like though a temperature tantrum, like, God, you know, you will never da, da, da. I just was like, well, maybe it's not time. You know, that was my thought process. Maybe it's not time. Maybe this is what needs to be done. Maybe so and so so and so. So I lied for that. And um I turned my attention and I started looking up school still in Chicago and stuff. You know, what did I want to do? What did I want to go? You know, just trying to be more specific and more clear, you know, because I said, you know, if I decide to move, you know, I'll be one more step, you know, to doing everything that I want to do. I want to go there ready. And as soon as I did that, they called him and said that they that he had gotten the job and so number one we were excited but the other part of it is this is the other part <laughs> the other part is packing up all your stuff <laughs> getting out subleasing your place you know all the logistical things it is hard to move to another state let alone move to another neighborhood like it's not any joke so um we got all of those things in order but we were hoping that he didn't have to start to the late summer well no they needed him to start in a month basically so imagine getting everything ready in a month uh we drive down there 
thank God for friends and family that helped us get stuff out and things were are, are in their homes and you know all of that stuff you know thank God for family thank God for friends we got all that stuff to their homes um, and we even, even have brung things to Georgia to put in our other family's home. So thank God for them as well. And so did all of that stuff. And then I still flew back to Chicago to finish working. And then I flew back to Georgia, made it back. Not to mention, you know, all the other logistical things of shipping things here. And so now this podcast is based in Georgia <laughs> and not Chicago. Now it is based in Georgia. This podcast is based in Georgia and not Chicago. Um, and so that is the story. And no, it has not been perfect. I had some days where I was not in the best mind. I had some days where I was not in the best mood. Um, when I first got here, it was quite hard for me. Um, the first time that, I, that me and my husband were coming uh, here and we had drove here, I, my mind uh, was not in the best place. Number one, because I hadn't maintained uh, a lot of the healing that um, I had attained during like counseling and stuff, you know, I wasn't maintaining my routine uh, and I didn't have a routine to maintain it. Uh, so that was one problem. And because it was to the point where I was experiencing thoughts of suicide, but it was like for the first time I knew what the separation looked like. And I knew that my lower self was experiencing these feelings, but my spirit was saying, this is not you. Okay, this is not you. And so, and this is also the power of community. So while my spirit is saying, this is not you, I have my cousin on the other side of me saying, okay, you know, interrogate that thought or do this, meditate. Meditation, you know, which I'm going to go into at another time, but meditation will change your life. It, it literally will change your life. Um, but I was having these feelings and I wasn't living in a moment. And it was like everything that I had been through was robbing me of the joy of the present. And so let me tell you something. A lot of people be like, especially I'm going to say, I don't want to say that a lot of people, but church, the enemy, the enemy, let me tell you something. 70% of the time, the enemy is not latching on to anything that's not there. And then I'll let you eat on that. So everything that the enemy was latching on to or suicidal thoughts were latching on to, it was already there was something to latch on to. My lower self was like, this is too much. This is too much pain. I'm feeling so much pain. I'm feeling so much pain. I'm feeling so much pain. My spirit is like, separate. Yes, you're feeling pain, but choose joy. And then I started to begin to 
push myself to choose joy more than I chose pain. And, and, and I think that's where I've really learned in this transition, in this change, the duality of being spirit and flesh, that duality. So yes, I feel pain, but guess what? I want to experience joy. So, which means that I don't really have to experience as much pain as I think I'm feeling. Boom. Just like that. And I actually, what? No, it's about retraining the mind. <laughs> retraining the mind, retraining the heart to experience what you want it to experience. And I'm not saying that days I didn't get up and things weren't super duper painful. But when certain thoughts came, eh, that's not what I want to do today. What I want to do is experience joy. Hmm. How am I going to experience joy today? Okay. Hmm. The joy of the Lord is my strength. And what else? Oh, I want to eat ice cream today. And then I want to work out. Okay. That's what I'm going to do. But anyway, so I'm going to give you a couple of uh, things that help me to prepare for change. I don't want to see that that helped me to prepare for change that I learned in change and transition that I wish I would have kn known before coming into change and transition and um, that will help you to prepare for change and transition. So number one, <laughs> let go vigorously. Let go vigorously. So what I mean about that is there were still thoughts of um, this is so painful. The molestation was so painful. The um, robbery was so painful. Um, you know, all of that stuff. And I had to literally choose to say, <laughs> um, not today all things have passed away and behold all things have become new I had to literally say oh, that's my past this is the future right when those thoughts begin to come let go of it like oh, to the curb because this is not it's just not productive it's not is it taking me away from joy or is it bringing me closer to joy? And if it wasn't bringing me closer to joy, it had to be let go vigorously. And some people, and you know what? I, a lot of the times we don't understand. We be like, we ain't supposed to never forget what happened to us. But guess what? Yes, you are. Because guess what? There is not just with that memory. It's not just a memory. It's a Feeling attached to that memory. And guess what? The lower self knows the feeling of that memory. The flesh knows the feeling of that memory. And so does the enemy. And he'd be like, oh, okay, I want to put, she, the little open door rejection. Well, hmm, this is the feeling that gives exactly. That's exactly how it works. Exactly. 
memory is attached to a feeling. And if that feeling is not what I want to feel, then I don't need that memory. Now, I'm not going to say that you're not going to remember, but that memory doesn't serve you at that moment. So let go vigorously. Let go vigorously of what no longer serves you. Let go vigorously of who no longer serves you. And let go vigorously of ideas that no longer enhance you. Now, we live in um, a generation like, let go, let go. Who ain't proposed to be there? But guess what? Sometimes the person that doesn't serve you is you. That old you doesn't serve you anymore. Sometimes it's not everybody else. It's figuring out. Does that old you serve you? Yes. So sometimes it's about evaluating whether that you serves you. Okay. And then when you figure out whether that you serves you. You figure out who else doesn't serve that you. So, okay. If that old you still serves you fine. And maybe there's some little tweaks here and there. But if that old you does not serve you anymore, now you have to reevaluate even your circle because they're used to that old you that doesn't serve you anymore. And that evaluation might not even come up as, oh, my friends don't serve me. Because sometimes, let me tell you something, sometimes. You're so busy being the old you that you haven't even realized that your friends have changed. And you haven't yet. I'm going to let you chump on it. All right. The next one is be clear. Be clear. So one thing you never want to do is to go into another place not being clear. And, and really being intentional about being clear. Uh, before I came here, I had put some petitions up before God about some things that I really, really, really wanted, you know, as my mission. And guess what? They're enhancing as the days go by. Um, and I'm still trying to find my spiritual groove here. Um because atmospheres and, and places have different spiritual climates and atmospheres and all of that stuff. But anyway, <laughs> um, but be clear, be clear about your mission, be clear uh, what fruits you are producing and be clear about your growth. Uh, when you become clear about your mission, you know, there are some things that I didn't know in Chicago that I actually know that I want to do here and there are some ways that I have grown um especially in my esteem um especially in my confidence now I'm not gonna say you know I'm on some Naomi Campbell level but my esteem and my confidence have gotten so much better uh and so I, because I was clear and intentional about the type of growth that I wanted, um, 
I wanted to know and to learn how to love me even more than I might have learned to love me in Chicago. And I have. Just the other day, I was looking at, you know, I was giving like these Khadijah living single vibes. And I'm just like, girl, you fine. You know what I'm saying? You fine. But the nine-year-old me and the 10-year-old me didn't know what, didn't know how to tell myself I was fine. And sometimes the 20-year-old me didn't either. Uh, the 20-year-old me knew how to tell myself I was fine when I had makeup on. But the 31-year-old me knows how to tell myself that I'm fine with minimal makeup on or none. Okay. So be open. Be open. I think it is very imperative for you to be open because you're going to have new revelations. You're going to uh, come into new experiences. So you need to be open to the right ideas. Be open to new experiences. Be open to new ways of looking at old and new things. Be open. Uh, and, and I know like, especially as Christians, is hard or people who believe in Jesus Christ. Uh, it is hard to be open to, to, to new ideas and new experiences. Uh, one thing that I wasn't going to do when I told myself, you're not going to be in suppression. You're going to live. I was more interested in living. And in that living, allowing the Holy Spirit to show me what that looked like. If that was for me, if that wasn't for me, how does that work for me? How does it not work? Because your conviction may not be my conviction. Um, but I wasn't in the business of suppressing anything. And if I was to give up anything, it would be because I purely solely loved God. purely and, and I had true relationship God does that grieve you if it does okay now I have to make a decision that I love him so much that I'm giving that up but I I don't I didn't want no longer want to be in suppression because suppression is a full-time job It just is. Um, one of the things that I had to be open to was meditation. Uh, meditation has literally changed my life. Um, because it renews the mind. Uh, one of the books that I've read, and it's a beautiful book, um, The Art of Biblical Meditation. I think that's The Lost Art of Biblical Meditation. I think that's the name of it. Um, it is a wonderful, wonderful book. Um, first I was introduced to meditation through one of my family members. Love you, Ash, Ash. Um, and yeah. So, and, and I'm just thinking, and let's go back to the point of 
just being open to new ideas and also letting go vigorously. So uh, me and one of my very, very close best friends, we came to an agreement and this was being open to that what our friendship was built upon before was pain. And we broke a relationship and we were we were both in a place of finding what joy looked like to us which meant that that old thing was old and then we had to redefine something new now are we still redefining yes but we were able to build upon something new that didn't mean i need to totally x you out of my life it just meant that we have to build something new and see how that works for us. Um, and we do that in love and in joy and in truth and in unity. But y'all got to stop letting folks go like they old draws. Like, bro. Anyway. Um, but yes, and that was being open to that idea too. And did it hurt? Yes, because not only was I changing, she was changing too. Um but yes, and then being open to the right idea. So she had introduced me to meditation and I kind of grabbed onto meditation in my own little way. And I thought I knew what meditation was, <laughs> but I didn't. And I've done other forms of meditation, not just biblical meditation. Um, but um, I, as soon as I started opening up my life to meditating on the scriptures, um, meditating on the character of God and meditating on what I wanted to see. And sometimes that's still very hard for me uh, because meditation, it really helps you to train and renew your mind, but also it awakens your sight. And the lost art of biblical meditation literally takes you through um, how Jacob meditated, Abraham meditated, and what it actually does for your mind, for your body, for your life. And how when you meditate, regardless of what you're going through in the physical, your meditation when your mind is intact. You know, and when you use your mind <laughs> um, to do the work and to think, the Bible talks about speaking those things as though they were. So you can get your mind to be in the were while your body is in the is. But you're still experiencing the were that you want to see in the present. <laughs> yes. Uh, nevertheless. Um, but yes, uh, meditation has changed my life and it has healed me, like healed my mind in the, some of the ways that I think now, do I have bad days? Yes, I do. I do. Um, and I had a hard time. Like when I, when I was here and it wasn't finding a job now, y'all, this is how hard I am on myself. And I had to learn, still learning what grace and mercy looks like and patience for me looks like. But 
I had only been here for a month or two and was like, I came out of love, I came out of, and I literally found a job within like two to three months. And some people don't when they come to Georgia. Just to tell you the truth, everybody don't find a job. And then, you know, I went through some shame because, you know, I decided to work for a certain organization and I felt like, oh, well, I'm supposed to be here. And all of that stuff is some, is a lot of the times an illusion. Um, but I get to start on a more executive level and I am learning a lot about me and learning a lot about myself and learning a lot about the responsibilities, um, that I'm going to uh, incur as a CEO, <laughs> um, and as a businesswoman, um, and as somebody who runs their own company, um, but I needed those experiences. So that's being open to the experience and being open to new ways of looking at old and new things. I needed new ways to look at God, um, new ways to look at faith, new ways to look at truth um, and not uprooting them, you know, not getting like some crazy stuff out of the wind. Um, but sometimes I needed more practical ways to look at the word um, and not take it out of context. So next, create a new routine. So I think this is uh, very important to create a routine uh, wherever you go. <laughs> uh, or whatever new season or transition you're in, create a routine. Uh, so my routine became prayer, um, meditation, and um, exercise or stretching uh, meditation, you know, whether that is quietly meditating, um, or having a hill song on and meditating or having some guided meditation. Uh, but it has literally changed me and it has literally made God's voice way more clear. Um, and prayer, uh, just my prayers have changed and I'm not asking, I'm thanking, you know, because I'm speaking those things as though they were. And then just giving, you know, filling my body a little bit more, you know, is it pain here? Is it not pain here? Um, what do I need to do? So lately I've realized that <laughs> Kombucha has lit, has been enhancing me <laughs> a lot. So I want to get into a routine of taking kombucha every day, um, getting that good bacteria in my body um, and, and enhancing it. Um, and then also um, dropping down the amount of like white flour and stuff, you know, just really getting into it and trying to get into a routine has been very hard for me to, to get into a routine um for eating uh but i feel like i'm about to get back in my groove <laughs> but just creating that routine uh brings about um newness you know and sometimes you want to switch it up sometimes you might stretch and you know read a passage and write a list of why you're grateful, you know, but just 
having that routine. Because sometimes you need that routine in your body and you need that newness in your body, not just in your mind. <coughs> Excuse me. You need to feel that newness um, of creating that new routine. And it becomes a way of self-care and it becomes a way of self-love um, and self-maintenance. So, yes, um, I'm going to say those things again. So, first of all, you want to let go vigorously. Second, you want to be clear. Thirdly, you want to be open. And fourth, you want to create a new routine. All right. So that is the end of our podcast. And it has been so wonderful and so great having another discussion. I am looking forward to the season and I am looking forward to um, helping and encouraging you through your transitions and your changes. And just know that it's going to get a little bit more hot. Uh uh, up and through sheer moments the podcast don't forget to subscribe um, and don't forget to share this podcast with your friends uh, with your family with your friend circles with your social media you can find me on instagram at i am ash janelle once again i am ash janelle you can also find sheer moments the podcast with ash janelle on facebook once again sheer moments the podcast with ash janelle on facebook i look forward to being more social with you and guess what i always promise to be honest to live in a moment to be vulnerable and most of all, transparent. See you next time.